the Drew Grimaldi Podcast! Everybody, welcome to the Drew Grimaldi podcast. It is uh, Monday, the twenty seventh, and uh, I've got some pretty tragic stuff in the news. Um, there was another school shooting at an elementary school, and it was in Tennessee. And the saddest part of the whole thing is, is that the media did what they always do. They they talk about it, they talk about it, they talk about it. So everybody knew that there was a, a shooting at, at a Catholic elementary school. But then I heard the term that it was a Catholic elementary school, and I automatically knew that there was something up about it. So, the liberal news, you know, Joe Biden, they start talking about how we need more gun control, we need more all this stuff, right? Well, after all of this shit came out and they called for more gun control and all of that, it turns out that the shooter was a 28-year-old female who was transgender. Went as he and him. And he, or her, went to the school and shot up a Catholic school because they were Catholic and they are predominantly against... Um, the gender reaffirming care that they have, have talked about. So there was a lot of political motivation on this, and there's a lot of chatter um, that maybe this person was actually... Um, well, I'm not going to go there. Um, but a lot of other shit going on in the news right now. So right now we got the banks collapsing. Um calling for more gun control, all these things. The banks are collapsing. Stock markets going to the shitter. Uh, the world's in chaos and turmoil, all because of weak leadership here in the United States. This is what happens when you are legitimately trying to sabotage a country. If you were trying to fuck this up that bad, I don't think you could. I think you'd at least stumble into like one or two good decisions. But the Democrats, are not. they're not about that anymore. They don't want that. They hate this country. So... I wanted to point this out, okay? I'm going to go to my first video here. This one here is of uh, Trump and Zelensky when they met. Hold on here. Get you some audio. Have a chance to help us. That's right. We also want to have more. I really hope that you and President Putin get together and can solve your problem. That would be a tremendous achievement. And I know you're trying to do that. So you have... The look at his face at the end of that was fucking hilarious, but it's so true. Like, dude, you gotta fucking figure that shit out. You know? Trump and all of these world leaders got along. Don't you want your fucking leader to get along with everybody else in the world? Like, Joe Biden has... You know, what were the things that they said when when Trump took office? Oh, he's gonna isolate us from our allies and 
Um, he's going to take us into World War Three, and um, no, he didn't take us into any wars. But the fact of the matter is, is it's been three years since the 2020 election was stolen, and everything that Trump said has come true. We are living in a banana republic now, where going after your political opponents and to take them off the board and put them in jail. And that's just third world stuff. But that's what the Democrats are doing. Um, but all of this is going on. you got the shooting, you got the bank collapsing, you have all this stuff going on. And here's John Kerry talking about what he thinks is the most important thing in the issue right now. Private aviation is, is an example of something where people are starting to pay more attention and um, but when uh, you know people who go to Davos to talk about climate change fly private, it seems like they don't want to make. Um, well, they actually I've talked to them about it. They offset, they yeah. buy offsets, they offset, and they are working harder than most people I know to be able to try to affect this transition. Right. Private aviation is is an example. So his biggest thing is climate change, and uh, he's sitting there de- defending the fact that. They all fly fucking private. That for Davos and, you know, fucking Switzerland or whatever, that they legitimately, they get together, all these people fly in, there are thousands of jets, and they just, and they, and they just talk about climate change and they're climate alarmists because these are the same people that have been meeting in Davos, Switzerland, you know, since the 60s, saying that the world was going to end. And then at another time, they said the world is going to end. It's, it's going to happen in 10 years. Well, it still hasn't happened. It still hasn't fucking happened. And they're still talking about it. And they still push it on us. Did you know that the United States has spent more money on climate change than they did in the war on Iraq? in Iraq? Think about that. So this black money hole that just drains the money out you know, and it's a never-ending pit of just doom and gloom that is fictitious. It's all bullshit. And it's this war that they have right now that's on fossil fuel and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it, their war on fossil fuel is, is what's causing most of the inflation right now, especially around the world. And we're in a, a very unique time right now because the United States could solve the entire world's inflation and a lot of the world's problems with security issues just by pumping more oil. But for some reason, he doesn't want to do that. And it doesn't make any sense. But I, I digress. So the, uh, the Mexican president had something to say about Trump. Um, it's kind of an interesting thing, but this has to go with Trump being arrested. Listen to this. Está declarando el presidente Trump. President Trump has declared. Es presidente Trump. Que lo van a detener. Ex-president Trump has declared that he will be arrested. Creo que hoy. I believe today. Por un asunto. Because of an issue. Supuestamente. Como dicen Supposedly. Presuntamente. Or, as lawyers would say, allegedly, sí, amoroso, things of love. Este, que lo van a detener, they want to arrest him. Si fuese así, 
if that is the case pues todo mundo sabría, then the whole world would know no nos el dedo, because we're not sucking on our thumbs over here that the real reason they want to arrest him is to remove him from the ballot y si digo esto es porque yo padecí de la fabricación de un delito and I say this because I too was a victim of a fabricated crime because they didn't want me to be the candidate y eso es completamente antidemocrático and that is completely antidemocratic porque no se le permite al pueblo que sea el que decida because they're not allowing the people to be the ones who decide. Amen. And I think that because it's so true, is that if they weren't worried about Donald Trump becoming president again, then they wouldn't have to go through all of this charade of trying to take him off the chessboard. Because right now, Donald Trump is the biggest threat to the New World Order to the global intelligence, you know, to the U.S. intelligence community, because the U.S. intelligence community, all they do is they want war, they feed the fire. I mean, the CIA has been directly responsible for overthrowing other governments, and you don't think that they do it against the United States? They killed Kennedy, for fuck's sake. But you don't think that they would help China steal an election or, you know, and I've showed it in all the other, in several other episodes, and I might have to pull it up again, but there's a lot of shit out there where the intelligence community is just saying, we are going to get Trump because he doesn't listen to us and, um, you know, he wants peace where they want war. They are rattle cage, rattling the cage. They want war. That's the problem with the intelligence community and the FBI they also brought it up that uh, there was another one too with like the Jan Six people that uh, the FBI there was that came out recently that the FBI had uh, like a web of like twenty some people that day um, with that. Then they had the same type of web with the guys that were trying to kidnap Whitmer, and it's just this most ridiculous thing. I mean, you got these guys going, you know, some all these twenty some guys that come into an organization. They're going, let's go do something. And then everyone's like, okay, like it seems a little extreme, but you know, whatever. I guess everybody else is behind it. And they're like, oh, you're arrested. I'm an F I'm FBI. Oh, you're going to vote Trump. Let's take him off the board too. That's what it is. You know, they want to take these people. That's why they started targeting moms and at you know PTA meetings and stuff like that because they know that these are the people that vote Trump, that they vote Republican. There's a war against people right now, just working in general, which are the hardworking class. Why the fuck would somebody who works construction, who's never fucking went to school a day in their life, why would they be fucking, why should they be forced to pay for some art history majors, uh, you know, last five years in college, seven years or whatever, $100,000 and they haven't even graduated yet. And even then they graduate with an art history degree. What the fuck do you think they're going to do with it? But I digress. Because I'm not going to get into the, the problem with Biden's student debt program today. Because that's just retarded. And it's bullshit too. But we live in this backwards world right now. Where everything is just upside down and crazy. And we're getting gaslit. Because they're like, don't believe what you saw. You know. 
Like any time the Biden regime gets up right now and they just go, this is the best economy in 50 years, the lowest unemployment rate in 50 years. We've created 12 million new jobs. Really? Is that why the banks are collapsing? Because people are working too hard? Because too many people are working, making deposits? That's not why the bank is collapsing. But then again, they will go out there tomorrow and they'll tell you that the economy is in great shape. It's never been better. And do, don't believe what you, what you see with your eyes. There's the, all these mixed indicators right now where like, we might not be avoid. No, we are heading towards recession. And we will not, America will not get out of this slump. It will not get back into a respectable stance in the world until the Democrats are thrown to the curb, investigated, held accountable, and prosecuted. And I, I say that because there needs to be... The, the Democrat Party and what they've done is, is has been illegal from you know, what they did in the 2020 election of just, you know, dumping crazy amounts of ballots everywhere. Um, if you've seen the documentary 2000 Mules, um, you know, they, these people don't want freedom. They don't not want democracy. If they wanted democracy, they would have uh, investigated all the election claims, but they didn't. They tried to shut them down. Why are you sending lawyers to stop an investigation? in you know maricopa county or any of these things and then the same thing happened with with uh carrie lake in arizona um, in the midterms she you know she won by three hundred thousand votes but for some reason well all these machines are out on the day of most republicans go out and vote on the day of and you know but i digress they know that they're cheating they know that their policies suck and they know that that's the only way that they can get Donald Trump is by taking him off the chessboard. So I digress. Granholm is the energy secretary. She is a Biden official. Listen to this to hear what she has to say about China.
They kill people with that. Right. Unfuckable believable. These people love China. It is alarming. I mean, have you ever seen anything like that? <clears throat> Our biggest enemy in the world right now is China. Not Russia. They're getting together. They're about to, that superpower that they're about to, you know, create and have created are creating. That's horrible for America. But these people right here, they're so worried about fucking clean energy and all this shit. Do you think that Putin gives a fuck about, like, climate change right now? If he drops a nuke somewhere, you think he gives a fuck what that does to the environment? <laughs> no, he doesn't give a shit. But I digress, right? These people are nuts, and they have no business being in, in, in where they're at. She was a lawyer. She was a, a governor, and, and she was an activist for the longest time. Oh, what a great uh, candidate for energy secretary. At least it's not Pete Buttigieg, otherwise we'd already have rolling blackouts. But what these people are doing is terrible. It's the worst display of what we've ever seen in America. It, this guy, Biden and them, they make uh, Jimmy Carter look heroic. This is Blinken admitting about all of the Americans that were left behind. Mr. Secretary, how many American citizens and licensed permanent residents are in Afghanistan today, and are any of them currently being held hostage by the Taliban? Uh, Congressman, there are uh, several Americans who are being uh, detained uh, by the, uh, the, the Taliban. Uh, we are working to secure their freedom. The families have asked that uh, we protect their identities and don't speak publicly to their cases. Now, those are being detained. How many other Americans? How many other Americans? There are, are, there are approximately, let me put it this way, since, um, since August 31st of last year, uh, we have helped uh, about 975 uh, American citizens who wished to leave Afghanistan do so. As we speak, 
uh, Americans who identify themselves to us, American citizens who identify themselves to us who are in Afghanistan, some of whom have been there since uh, the uh, withdrawal, some of whom went back to Afghanistan. Uh, there are about, uh, that we're in contact with, about 175. 44 of them are ready to leave, and we are working uh, to uh, effectuate uh, their departure. Insane, right? Insane. I mean, there's still 175 Americans trapped in Afghanistan. Pretty much call them hostages at this point. I mean, but um, this next one here is pretty. If it is the one I think it is, it's pretty funny. Check this out. Behind the wall on the U.S.-Mexico border, are they uh, hugging the the ditch area? Is the Texas Department of Public Safety working in partnership with the Border Patrol to stem the flow of illegal migrants crossing into the U.S.? We spend time with the Texas DPS brush teams to get a firsthand account of the issues they face every day. They're dealing with the uptick in Chinese nationals, especially in the Rio Grande Valley sector, which it's unusual. Before, we would never see this many Chinese nationals coming across this area here. The numbers back up Lieutenant Oliveras. In the first five months of the 2023 fiscal year, there have been 4,366 encounters with Chinese nationals at the southwest border, with 1,368 in the month of February alone. It's a very lucrative uh, business for the smuggling organizations, especially dealing with Chinese nationals, where they're having to pay anywhere from $35,000 up. We saw the first-hand number of Chinese migrants making the journey. Did you just arrive here in the United States? Communicating through a translator app. Yeah, 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 yeah. Today. Zane Caillou is one of those individuals. He fled China because of the strict COVID-19 policies, sharing the video of what he had experienced before fleeing the country. His journey to the United States began in Ecuador. Ecuador, Panama. From there, Zhang made his way to Neocoli, Colombia, where smugglers coordinated his travel on the boats to Panama and passed through the Darien Gap. Zhang was issued a temporary visa in Mexico before finishing his journey over the wall and into the U.S. Why did you decide to come to America? Yearning for American freedom. Amazing. Amazing. So you got people coming from China <laughs> to the United States. But the way that they treat their people over there, it's lucky that that guy even got out because the way that, they're, they, that they actually keep t- uh, tabs on them is nuts. The police state in China, they have drones that can identify your face and all of that stuff. I mean, it's insane. But I'm going to move on to the next one here because we've got a lot to cover. This one here is Rand Paul catching the Moderna CEO in a lie under oath. Check this out. Mr. Benzel, uh, Moderna recently paid NIH $400 million. Do you believe it creates a conflict of interest for the government employees who are making money now off of the vaccine to also be dictating the policy about how many times we have to take the vaccine? Good morning, Senator. Uh, indeed, we recently made, a, before Christmas last year, a $400 million payment to the NIH. It's not even fucking sounds American. Patent ...that they had developed, not related to COVID, but useful in the development of a COVID vaccine uh, to, to prevent for their work. 
Uh, it's for the U.S. government to assess how that money should be Do you think be it creates a conflict of interest for the same people deciding the policy of how often we have to take the vaccine to also be making money the more times we take the vaccine? Yes or no? This is for the government to decide. Senator. You have no opinion on whether or not it creates a conflict of interest. Is there a higher interest or a higher incidence of myocarditis among adolescent males 16 to 24 after taking your vaccine? So thank you for the question, Senator. First, let me say we can First, let me say with the CDC and the FDA to pretty much a yes or no. Is there a higher incidence of myocarditis <laughs> among boys 16 to 24? Pretty much a yes or no question. The data have shown actually I've seen sorry from the CDC actually shown that there is less myocarditis for people who get the vaccine versus who get COVID infection. You're, you're saying that for ages 16 to 24 among males who take the COVID vaccine, their risk of myocarditis is less than people who get the disease. That is my understanding. That is not true. And I'd like to enter into the record six peer-reviewed papers from the Journal of Vaccine, the Annals of Medicine, that say the complete opposite of what you say. I also spoke with your president just last week, and he readily acknowledged in private that, yes, there is an increased risk of myocarditis. The fact that you can't say it in public is quite disturbing. Do you think it's scientifically sound to mandate three vaccines for adolescent boys? I love Rand Paul. His dad was great, too. But I think it's nuts that that uh, that he just lied like that. The Moderna CEO. And then, too, did you hear his accent? Like, he doesn't even, you know, this isn't an American company. Get the fuck out of here. You trust this shit? We're just going to pump this into your blood, and it will do what it does. Trust the science, says this guy. I mean, who the fuck trusts you? Who are these people? I mean, this has actually rocked my shit. To say, like, I, mean, I have very little trust with the government beforehand. I got none now. None. These people are fucking crazy. They were pushing that on people and shit like that. So we got this Moderna CEO. There's so much. There's so many investigations going on. But that, well, they did that. They're going after the TikTok CEO, and this guy's just as corrupt as shit. Listen, to him. he's a Chinese. Yes guy. or no? Do any ByteDance employees in China, including engineers, currently have access to user, U.S. user data? Today, all um, U.S. user data is stored by default in the Oracle Cloud infrastructure, question. and That's access to that is controlled is, by American Byte personnel. Do any ByteDance employees in China, including engineers, currently have access to U.S. data? Uh, Congressman, uh, I would appreciate this. This is a complex yes. uh, topic. Today, all data yes, is stored yes by no. default. It's not that complex. Yes or no, do they have access to user data? We have, after Project Texas is done, the answer is no. Today, there is still yeah, some so data that we need yes, to delete. But we've heard already from the ranking. Yes or no? So he's basically saying that, yes, <laughs> in a roundabout way, yes, all of your kids' information and all the bullshit that they got on TikTok, that's going right to the Chinese government. They know more about you and your family than our government probably does. And that's not true. They're fucking pieces of shit. They spy on us all the time. But that's him testifying. This is him actually admitting that they have the data. We, we rely on global interoperability, and we have employees in China. So, yes, the Chinese engineers do have access to global data. They have access they to have global access. data. Yeah. We have heard. Not storage. Service. No, storage has always been in Virginia and Singapore. The, the physical service. You have no access to storage, to American data today. That's not what I said. I said, 
So you do have access to American data and you have storage of American data. The American data has always been stored in Virginia and Singapore in the past. And access of this is on an as-required basis as by engineers globally, who? by engineers for business purposes. By engineers, ByteDance, by uh, the Communist out, Party? No, no. Why? Uh, how can you say that? This is a, if this they is have a access. private business. This is a private business. We, yeah. we rely on global interoperability. There is no such thing as a private business in China. That's the fucking lie. There's no such thing. Everything in the government in China, everything under that umbrella is owned by the fucking government. <laughs> they ask for that information, you give it to them. Because otherwise you'll end up in jail and, you know, brain dead like fucking, you know, Otto Thornbeer. But that's all the time that we have for tonight. I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. God bless. Keep the faith. Get out there and talk shit to a liberal today. That's all we got.